Scott with SJWildfire.com. Final Days Report, episode 165. Weather control is an insurance land grab scam. I had a conversation with a former insurance agent. Blew me away, folks. How do you think the World Economic Forum will actually accomplish its goals of you'll own nothing and like it? This is a flat out land grab scam. Let's get into it. So first of all, let's establish that yes, weather weapons exist. If you follow my channel, I used to file patents for fun. I'd research patents for fun. I've invented things for major CPG companies. And there are hundreds of patents on weather control on the USPTO.gov website, United States Patent Trademark Office government website. Let's read from Wikipedia. Weather warfare is the use of weather modification techniques such as cloud seeding for military purposes. Prior to the Geneva Convention, the United States used weather warfare in Vietnam under the auspices of the Air Weather Service. The United States Operation Popeye used cloud seeding over the Ho Chi Minh Trail, increasing rainfall by an estimated 30%, that's mind-bending, 30% increase during 1967 and 1968. It was hoped that the increased rainfall would reduce the rate of infiltration down the trail. This is where it gets even more wicked. A research paper produced for the United States Air Force written in 1996 speculates about the future use of nanotechnology to produce artificial weather clouds in microscopic computer particles, all communicating with each other to form an intelligent fog that could be used for various purposes. It goes on to say artificial weather technologies do not currently exist. Uh, I'm not so sure. I've had a lot of listeners send me notes of weird strands in their gardens around their trees. And RFB, that famous podcaster, actually really documented these spider-looking, I guess, things all over the place on telephone poles in different parts of the country. And no, it's not natural. It's synthetic. So what are they dumping on us? I actually had an experience that led me down smart dust. I saw these little particles collecting in pools in my driveway. Never seen it before. Did a couple podcasts on smart dust. Check that out. Go to sjwellfire.com and type in smart dust. They admit what they're doing. They're creating this artificial intelligence beast system. They're jacking you with nanotech and mRNA gene defilement technology that ultimately will tie you into this beast AI system that the Antichrist will run. Transhumanism, technocracy, everything will be measured. The Ten Kingdoms, in my personal opinion, I think are tech companies, but everything's going to be measured. Everything. The Internet of Things, my friends. And of course, Lyndon B. Johnson, I'm going to play a video that Reese just did for five minutes. He's talking about own the weather, own the world, flat out, right in front of uh, Texas State, Southwest Texas State University in 1962. Of course, the guys on the inside knows what's happening. It's evil, my friends. We're dealing with evil. It lays the predicate and the foundation for the development of a weather satellite that will permit man to determine the world's cloud layer and ultimately to control the weather and he who controls the weather will control the world project cirrus is the first official attempt to modify a hurricane it was run by general electric with the support of the u.s military the official theory was that by changing the temperature outside the eyewall of a hurricane, which they did by seeding the clouds with various compounds such as silver iodide, a decrease in strong winds will result. On October 13, 1947, Project Cirrus targeted a hurricane heading out to sea. 
Approximately 180 pounds of dry ice was dropped into the clouds. The crew then reported a pronounced modification of the cloud deck, and the hurricane abruptly changed direction and made landfall near Savannah, Georgia. The public blamed the government. Irving Langmuir, who pioneered General Electric's Atmospheric Research Department, and admitted that the project was about learning how to weaponize the weather, also claimed the reversal of the hurricane had been caused by Project Cirrus, but the government denied it for 12 years. After a short delay, the project officially continued, and in 1965, Project Storm Fury had targeted Hurricane Betsy for seeding. On that day, the storm immediately changed direction and made landfall in southern Florida. Congress blamed it on Project Storm Fury, but the government claimed that the hurricane shifted before they ever had a chance to seed it. And after two months of congressional hearings, the project was allowed to continue. During the Vietnam War, weather modification was weaponized in Operation Popeye. And as a result, starting in October of 1978, an international treaty now prohibits the military use of weather modification. In 1997, U.S. Defense Secretary William Cohen said that we have enemies capable of altering the climate and setting off earthquakes and volcanoes remotely through the use of electromagnetic waves. And so controlling the weather seems to be a very real thing. And while the media lies to you, the government has placed gag orders on employees of the National Weather Service who have sought legal counsel to reverse these illegal gag orders. And they no longer need to seed the clouds. Chemtrails, or as John Brennan of the CIA calls it, stratospheric aerosol injection, allows these black government projects the ability to put whatever they want into the skies. And HARP has the ability to change the temperature within the ionosphere. In congressional hearings, it was made known that HARP was a successful operation of controlling the ionosphere with ultra-high-powered radio frequency, and that the Air Force and DARPA went on to develop their own versions. The Air Force has uh, gotten great value out of HARP in the past. We, uh, we, we took over from the Navy and managed it and actually did a number of uh, experiment campaigns up there. and. Uh, have finished our, our work that we're interested in doing up there. We've uh, moving on to other ways of uh, managing the ionosphere, which the HARP was really designed to do, was to inject energy into the ionosphere, be able to actually control it. And uh, But that work is, has been completed. Frequency transmission manipulation of hurricanes is one of hundreds of patents on weather control. With conductive particles added to the storm, radio frequencies from multiple locations can steer a hurricane. According to geoengineeringwatch.org, this happened with Hurricane Ian. This is Hurricane Ian, passing near the NEXRAD transmission facility in Key West, Florida. When the transmission facilities are fully energized, they have a repelling effect on any air mass that has been saturated with electrically conductive climate engineering elements. As Hurricane Ian is allowed to make landfall, the frequency transmission facility in Melbourne, Florida, is fully engaged. This effectively slows Ian's migration inland. The transmissions can diminish precipitation in some regions while augmenting it in others. Reporting for InfoWars, this is Greg Reese. 
the reason why I started this ministry is I started to have dreams that would come true. And then I read that passage, if the watchman does not warn the people, the blood will be back on his head. And so the, the foundation of our ministry is Acts 2.17. It shall come to pass in the last days, saith God, I will pour out my spirit upon all flesh, and your sons and your daughters shall prophesy. Your young men shall see visions, and your old men, me, shall dream dreams. Once in a while, I'll have a vision, so maybe I'm a tweener. Uh, and that's why we started this, this ministry. But I want to go back to a dream that I had early days of this ministry, Weather War on the South. And I had, you can actually go listen to the dream, but ultimately just the South, and I think it was Louisiana specifically, was just getting doused and houses started to sink and their insurance wouldn't cover their, their home damage because they did not have flood insurance. So last week, I'm actually hanging out with a former uh, insurance agent, and he's like, all those homes that don't have flood insurance that were flooded out, they, they're not gonna get anything from insurance. And it just dawned on me, my, my weather war dream that I had for Louisiana. And I basically said, check your insurance. But really, it's, do you need flood insurance? And then there was an event in Tennessee and Kentucky where people were flooded out and not flood areas. So folks, this is a land grab, and I'm sure there has something to do with the seals as well, destroying the crops, the infrastructure. And it's interesting that Reese video talks about how the, the gentleman says this was definitely, there's evidence of this, this control over the weather. And the Geneva Convention really goes on to talk about how you can't do weather war against other countries, but you sure as heck can do it against your country. And you got to ask, well, why would why would anybody want to actually destroy the United States? Well, the United States needs to fall for this one world government. The people that run this world have no alliance to any country. They don't care. They want a one world government, my friends. They don't care. Now, the other dream that I had was a war on property rights where they're going to start taxing shovels, taxing fruit trees. If you benefit, they're going to actually go after if you can't pay your real estate taxes. They're going to let you live on your property for free, but then you can't pass on to the next of kin and that's how wealth gets transferred. So that's something I'm watching for a war on property rights as well. There's obviously a war on cheap electricity. Cheap electricity and property, transferring your property to the next of kin are the two ways to get people out of poverty. So they they want this one world government, this mind controlism. But last week, the reason why I didn't do many podcasts, I was actually helping my stepdad build a deck. And we went out at 8.30 in the morning. And again, I've seen the chemtrails, but I've never seen chemtrails over a long said period of time outside. So we're sitting there at 8.30 in the morning, not a cloud in the sky. And all of a sudden, the plane started coming in one after another, just dropping their chemtrails. They didn't zigzag, crisscross, all in one motion. And then over a period of four or five hours, it went from clear blue sky to gray. And a system did not move in. And even my stepdad said, yeah, the, the chemtrails are, are there. But he wouldn't believe that why would they be dumping poison on us because they'd be poisoning themselves. Well, there are a lot of reasons why, my friends, the land grab. I remember reading um, white papers on how some of these agri companies are actually building seeds that can grow in aluminum type soil. So if they're dumping, dumping aluminum and poisoning the soil, then only their seeds can grow. God only knows what they're doing to us, but I wish I would have taken pictures of it, but I'm like, you know what? Everybody's pretty much awake to these chemtrails, but that's the first time I've ever seen blue sky turn to gray. It was evil, evil, disgusting. I had to take a shower afterward. 
you know, going back to Reese's video with the Secretary of Defense, William S. Cohen, kind of took me back. Electromagnetic waves our enemies have that can set off earthquakes and volcanoes. Kind of wild. And I started doing some research on and fake suns started coming up. I mean, look at this picture. If you're just listening, you got to come to the video. There's some things that we just have no clue. And yes, NASA actually patented a fake sun years ago. So what technology do they have? And the reason why I'm saying this and bringing up this electromagnetic weapon system is I had a dream last week of it was almost like a honeycomb, goldish uh thing in the sky started being created over my head and in my spirit it was run home take cover so the only way i can explain it is it was just a honeycomb and so i found out kind of connecting the dots and doing some research honeycomb energy this honeycomb material could power a leap in quantum technology now i'm sure they're talking about a micro scale but then i started finding strange honeycomb formations in the sky and you know the the science community will say oh there's a reason for that but if you start seeing honeycomb patterns in a, in a orangish gold i guess color above your head get to land i don't know if it was an emp i don't know if it was an earthquake earthquake weapon i have no clue but at the end of the day the weapons as henry kissinger said are so far advanced from what we can even fathom don't be fooled and then i started taking me down the path of you know researching with darpa what is darpa actually talking about they need to burn down the entire system again i had multiple dreams of the grid going in and out and, and permanently out for a long time then they break out free energy devices and I'm sure they already have this technology because Tesla proved that you can actually disperse energy across said locations. But when they burn it all down, Antichrist will come about and they'll actually bring up, break out their free energy devices. And it's just interesting. They're telling us now that they can actually, or at least they're working on ways to disseminate energy across the world. Let's read. DARPA is working on the next leap forward in energy distribution by leveraging wireless power beaming to create a dynamic, adaptive, speed of light wireless energy web. The goal of the persistent optical wireless energy relay power program is to design and demonstrate airborne optical energy relays. Hmm, just like Tesla. These relays are a critical component necessary to allow ground source lasers to be coupled with high altitude, efficient long range transmissions. Additionally, such relays will enable future multipath wireless energy networks. This is an internet of, for energy, harnessing resilient multipath networks to flow energy from abundant sources to energy-starved consumers, said Colonel Paul Coleman, power program manager of DARPA's tech, technical technology office. The military faces particular acute energy challenges, which are driving this innovation. We often must operate far from established energy infrastructure and relay on liquid fuels that require precarious supply lines so they're telling you they can or at least are working on disseminating energy across the atmosphere and i bet i bet they already have this technology my friends so scott with sjwellfire.com final days report thank you for your support 